Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Welcome to episode 63 of the Nailed It Wall. This week, we're going to talk about podcasts, we're going to talk about robots, and we're going to talk about the first month of school in the books. Let's go, people. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Miss Gofield. All right, Miss Gofield, as we start every podcast, we're in episode 63. Let me know, how did you nail it this week, or how did you fail it? Hmm. Well, I feel like I've had a lot of highs this this past week with just mixing things up in my classroom. But honestly, I think the thing that I felt most that I nailed was today. Um, As you know, we've had zero rain in Arizona. And um, as we were doing class, I I opened my door for some reason. I can't remember. It was just kind of a fluke, and I noticed it was sprinkling. And so um, a little bit later, I had one of the kids check, and it was raining lightly, and so I said, well, let's, they wanted to go outside in it, and I said, well, let's hold off a little bit, and they said, is Arizona, if we wait, it's probably going to be done, because rain doesn't last, and I was like, you know what, they are right, and so we paused our work, and we went outside, and I let them dance, and, you know, spin around, and they were like kids with new rainbow, rainbows, rain boots in a puddle, and it was the cutest moment, honestly. And uh, you know, it took away I don't know five minutes of time in the classroom, but their morale, their excitement, their mood was just so buoyed. We've had such a brutal summer this year, and we just all really needed that. And then we came back in and got back to it, but. Yeah. Well done by you, my friend. I mean, that's pretty awesome there. I love that you gave that. And uh, I saw you go out with your students. I'm like, take a video of them. And you're like, I left my phone in my classroom. I just wanted to be present with them. And, you know, it was like, it was just a really cool little moment. And so I just, I really enjoyed that. And they really enjoyed it. It meant so much to, to all of us. I could have sworn at one point I saw somebody doing angels in the in the yes. in the sprinkles out there. So uh, I was kudos. like, I don't think that translates, but that's okay. Yeah, that was pretty awesome there. All right, now how I've nailed it. Uh, you know, we've recently passed a bond in our district where um, some of that money has been flagged for computer science. And I mean, it's just every day I, I feel like I'm getting a new set of robots for grade bands, and it's so cool now K through eight that I'm going to have these computer science tools that are featured for certain grade levels and they use them at that grade level and they kind of go from there. And I, I got these that. Sphero rovers and we've, we've been all about Sphero since Sphero has started mm-hmm. and it's been so cool of uh, these rovers. I mean, they're like legit rovers, like something you could drive on Mars and I've been rolling them out with the students. Pun and Yeah, well played, yeah. Um, missed, the, missed the laugh yeah. there. Oh, that, that was the clap there. All right, where's my laugh button? There we go. Uh, I'm proud of you. I'm going to get better still. Small budget here at the Nailed It Wall. Um, and it's just been so cool with the things that kids have been doing. Um, we've learned how to, they, they follow each other and the different speeds. Also the light sensors as they kind of go around there. So just a, a very advanced robot. Uh, absolutely love what they're doing. And so that's been such a cool part of my week of these eighth graders and 
what they're doing with them. I'm like, oh, we're going to build a Mars rover track and kind of test your skills driving through this track. And so I'm excited to kind of get there. And I'm like, students like, can we play Rocket League with these? And um, and it's pretty cool. Like, you'd have so much more control, like, uh, and strategy that kind of goes into there. But I'm like a little worried these ro- robots banging into each other. Yeah. But they, they flip. They have roll cages. And, and so it's really cool. Like, I had one group of students um, that figured out they were trying to set the color. And they would mix the two colors under this light sensor. And it would come up, you know, with that perfect saturation of that color that it would mix and so cool there and oh the fifth graders have been talking a lot about online play and the power of words and when was the last time you did a word bubble i i don't know that i've ever done a okay word bubble. all right well i found this cool website that actually was free i mean that was the hardest thing so many of these things were were just totally not free and wanted you to sign up for things and i found one that was good it had a lot of cool like background things and the fifth graders, they had to choose somebody to, to come up with 25 words and choose something for. And we posted it to a Padlet. And the kids were just so invested with what other people had to say about them and, and their words. And they're like, I don't really know this person that well. I'm like, well, you're going you're gonna to get to know them. And, and so they were asking questions, favorite foods, siblings. And I was just going through. And I learned so many more things about these students. And I usually do a pretty good job of listening to their stories and but this has been such a fun thing uh, and I'm like we're gonna come back to this and we're gonna look at it and be like are you doing all these things that this person said about you at the beginning of the year so I've been excited just to kind of see how one little idea of power words and how important they are and what they mean to people and I did a model one and to the student I'm like how'd that make you feel and he's like really good really good and he's just so excited and um sometimes you forget uh just something so simple like a word bubble and posting it for everyone to see it means the word world to these kids and they're they've been teaching me words that you know that i'm like what does this mean and they're like oh it means a really cool person i'm like okay all right i want you to teach me i think we should do a tiktok on that because that's something that i can do with my eighth graders for sel i did something similar but what you're describing I think would be really meaningful the one-on-one and having one person with another person because if they can't generate it it doesn't stop there it's then they are gathering that information and I really like that aspect yeah and that's the thing too it was like I didn't let them sit with a person because I wanted to be a surprise and then some classes were like we'd like to sit with them and then so I think when they were able to sit with them, they were able to ask them questions, which was good. But then I wanted them to kind of surprise them with their word bubble. So kind of mixed like what, how I would do it next year. Mm. Um, but I really enjoyed it and uh, their style. I'm like, look at this one. This one's like filled out and had like a video game controller on there. And it was so cool. And then I had one group today and they weren't talking. I'm like, we're going to have to talk to each other. We got to, we got to know some stuff about each other. And so I kind of sat there and it was, it was really cool to think about uh, the power of words. And you just mentioned the power of TikTok. Yes. Now you went to, and you know, um, my daughter is obsessed with TikTok. My son is on TikTok. Your daughter is not on TikTok, but, but your is. son is on TikTok. And my son, he, he does some pretty cool NBA edits. He has, uh, what's that app that he always uses? The video CapCut. Cap He's got the CapCut full version. Um, and, I mean, the things he does, it just blows me away 
what you can do with video edit in, in seconds. And um, sometimes I shake my head and I'm like, I have no clue what he's doing here. But then when he does these NBA edits, I'm like, you know, I just marvel at what he can do on TikTok and these NBA edits. I'm like, do you see this? I'm like, oh, showing you. I get so excited. I mean, because what, what, what they can do is amazing. And tell us about the ISTE session that you attended uh, on TikTok. Well, and you know, when you and I finally looked at the ISTE classes, um, <clears throat> because you were you and I were a little late to the game with actually picking what classes we wanted to go to. And it was since, stressful. It was stressful. Well, and in our defense, we'd never been to a, an ISTE before, so we didn't understand the process of signing up and all that stuff. And, I, you know, it was all new. So, I know, well played. But... As soon as I started looking through the classes, there was one specific class that I wanted to take, and it was the TikTok one. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, this one, whatever else I sign up for, I want to learn how to do the TikTok thing. And it's, you know, it was talking about for educators, so it was specifically um, geared for us. And sadly, it was full. And so I put it in my favorites and I just kept eyeballing it like a kid looking in the window, you know, at a shop of just what they want, you know, those shiny red boots or whatever it is. It's like, that's what I wanted. And it was also being led by one of my um, ed tech heroes, Holly Clark. And you love her. I do. I, there's just certain people that I just feel like, man, they just give some meaty stuff. And she's one of them. I really really enjoy her stuff. So, and she aligns with kind of how you and I view education and what our role as an educator is. And so anyhow, it was, um, the second day, I think of SD or maybe it was a third day, but, um, I noticed the night before that a, a vacancy opened up. And so I registered and, and, we had to get up really early, remember, because it was like a, an 8 o'clock session. And at ISTE, there's so many events happening. In Plus, you're in, a diff, in, in an amazing city. We're in Philly. And so everybody's out, and they're, you know, going to restaurants, and they're hanging out. We went to the um, karaoke competition. So late nights, you know, with everybody. And so I was like, this is important. I really want to be here for this. And so I went to that and remember they weren't going to let, was that the one they weren't going to let me know? That was the esports one. Um, but <clears throat> it was so cool because I had never delved in, but I knew there was potential for it to be a powerful um, tool for us as educators. So, you know, she gave a rundown, really good tutorial, and there's a wide range of, of experienced, uh, experienced people in the room, like a lot of newbies like me, and so we're kind of like bumbling our way through, but I told you, it got me so fired up, and it was just as fast and furious, I don't know, what was it, like an hour and a half maybe, and it was so quick, so I tried to do as much as I could, but I just knew that this was a thing for us. Part of it, because of all the resources, I think I was deceived in thinking TikTok was just like a thing where people learn dances and then they put them up, right? Everybody learns a routine and then you record it and you put it up. That, that was That's what I thought it was yeah. about. And so I didn't realize 
the potential, the wealth of resources, ideas, creativity that is actually um, there when you do a deep dive. And so, um, you know, that was one of the things is she had us looking for things that interest us. And so to develop your algorithm. And so then I made a TikTok while I was there and I was really proud of it. And I think I made a couple while we were there. And, and then you really got the bug and started playing around with it. And so now the things that you've been doing specifically geared to share ideas with other teachers, those have been very well received. Um, Also shout out to our friend, Lincoln and a lot of our students, they keep finding us on TikTok. Teachers will find us on TikTok and they're just so, they, you know, they find us to be hilarious. Tickled. <laughs> they're, tick, they're TikTok tickled. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so I, you, really, you really want that. So I just, I am completely blown away because it is a platform that allows us to learn you know, you and I both have gone to TikTok for ideas, whether it's recipes, whether it's... Uh, Love TikTok yeah, recipes. I got cool icebreakers for my middle school students at the beginning of the year. All kinds of ideas. Ideas about Canva, you know, how to use certain tools. And... Canva's the best. Canva's the best. We go on and on. But embedded in all of that, I simultaneously, it's allowed us this place to tap into our creativity and be creators as well. And that is such a cool thing to be able to be a giver and a taker on a platform. And I just, I feel really excited to be part of that community. Um, and I, I think it's just for us going to grow because we have so many ideas and plans for it. And I just, I, I don't know, I could go on and on. I know how much you love it too. Yeah. And I think the cool thing is that we've been able to connect with our kids and we knew that, uh, you know, we have purchased a a laser cutter. We have opened our own LLC where we want to embrace our inner makers. And um, we saw the business impact and we had no clue. There was a TikTok shop, you know, probably took us like a month or so to realize (laughs) there's such a thing called a TikTok shop. And I think this TikTok shop I mean, what it's doing for these small businesses and creativity and these makers, it's going to rival Etsy and and the AI that kind of goes with it. I mean, I've just been so blown away. My son, he's a harsh critic. He'll, he'll try to get, push my buttons and be like, you're cringy TikTok. And, you know, we're so proud of it. Like, because we work so hard on the announcements, we use iMovie for announcements and we put out 180 shows a year. I mean, tell me who does that. Maybe Regis and Kelly. <laughs> uh, but we, we, we churn out episode after episode and edit in and has, got, has that same kind of vibe and creativity. And we come together with uh, fun TikToks. But I didn't realize the teacher impact. And, and talk a little bit about teachers that no longer have to teach because of what they do in TikTok. Yeah, I find it to be really interesting. And, you know, just for our listeners, that's not why we went into TikTok. (laughs) Uh, Every teacher needs a side hustle, but that was uh, not our our intention going into it. However, I apologize for my voice, by the way. My voice is very... No apologies. You're a teacher. Yeah, that's what I told the kids. I'm like, I need to give my voice a break. Um, But... And here you are on a podcast. I know. So we... 
um, when I was in that Holly Clark uh, seminar thing, she was talking about teachers that just started, and they were not polished. They were talking about things, of a variety of things, but usually it would be like ideas from their classroom, things that they were doing, things that were working well for them, or just riffing on different things. Um, riffing. Yeah. Love it. There's, <clears throat> there's a lot of different scenarios, but... I think that, there, but there's so many instances where they get TikTok famous and then they have um, subscribers, they have sponsors, and they don't have to work anymore. And that sustains them financially. And I think, number one, about stinking time that teachers uh, get to do something that gives them recognition and actually pays the bills. So I think that's really cool. And I, I think... Um, there's just so much potential there. You look at these YouTube people, a lot of these kids, you know, they're making so much bank because they're opening boxes and whatnot, you know, rating cards. cards yeah. yeah. And I think these teachers put some good stuff into the universe to help each Great other. Stuff. Yeah. And the best people. What's cool about that is that they actually had. Uh, some kind of a financial benefit from that, even if that wasn't their intention. And I just, I think that is awesome. I, I couldn't agree more. And, and the voices, like I've, I've learned so much from that. And we opened up a, a TikTok account. You can find us at the ICC or uh, look up Christy Schofield. Um, and so we've been having so much fun and we've been so creative and just sharing our journey and, you know, like, We've been doing a good job tweeting this year, but you like aren't big on this X change. And I mean, you're not retweeting things, you're reposting things. It's a change of a format, but you just see how instant things can go like viral and uh, what it means to my kids. Like they'll wake up and they'll be like, oh, I saw your TikTok or yeah. they know they've seen it, but they, they won't bring it up with us. And, and, my son's and it's just good such about cool. Uh, he is. He's awesome. With that, yeah. Um, and so, but it's also like allowed me to have this different kind of relationship with my own children um, that relates to them. And you know, you ask them for help, and you think they would help you. <laughs> they don't. They don't help you. You know. Um, but it's just been so exciting. So I've wanted to kind of just share about all the little things that I do in my class, and what you do in your class, and like books that I read that I feel are a must in a STEM ed tech classroom little science experiments to get the kids excited and thinking and and you forget where uh, some people are thrown into a STEM position with no resources or a budget or anything to go off of and I had someone reach out and be like I need the instructions I want to do this in my class and it was just so cool where you're like wow this is a different kind of impact where this is where people get their information like at the end of the day. And sometimes I'll be sucked in. I'm like, Oh, I saw all this stuff and you know, this algorithm, how it works. I mean, everything is an algorithm with YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Are we an algorithm? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wrong uh, one. Yeah. Dang it. No, You're ever so, oh, so no, the answer is no, we're not an algorithm. <laughs> yes. I want to do this one. All right. Get you thinking. Um, I'm going to get better with these buttons. And I've just, you know, so just to be able to help people in a different way that they reach out and they say, oh, I enjoy that. And uh, just this younger generation. And I went to uh, something at our tech fest with our superintendent about 
him wanting to to be an innovator and get us on TikTok and you talk about that power and these kids the kids love it there i mean there's just so much good on there but there's also so much bad as well and and so that's where you got to kind of weigh the the good and the bad which is scary as a as a school um obviously we don't post pictures of our kids it's more of us behind the scenes yeah. i mean our students uh, more of us behind the scenes having fun uh still spreading that positive vibe and we haven't even used it for what we want, what we set out to use it for, which was uh, to promote our business. And then my son, I love the kid. I, I love him to death. But, you know, I, I mean, can you love your nemesis? Like, I mean, <laughs> is that possible? Like, um, but he, he, you know, he we're like, we're getting a TikTok shop. And he's like, no, you're not. You need 5,000 followers. And like, we're like, we know we don't. And, um, you know, so I was just like, uh to see these things that they're intrigued about and they'll show us things and be like, Oh, you can do this if you get a TikTok shop. And, uh, that's what we ultimately want to go towards is, you know, having that blend, your son was confused. He's like, I didn't realize what your TikTok was going to be about. He's like, I thought it was just going to be all about your business. And no, he thought it was just us being us. He didn't realize, he didn't even realize we're going to use it for the business. But one thing that I, I, I look at TikTok and you were talking about the superintendent thing. And what I have done in the past is YouTube tutorials and the things that you've learned on YouTube. But TikTok is such a conversation piece. And um, I really want to do a segment where it's TikTok taught me. And obviously, I can't have them look up TikToks in class and stuff. But I can pre-record some ideas to get them inspired about what they would teach for a TikTok taught them. Um, and I want to see what they come up with. Cause you know, there's people that you and I follow that try these TikTok things and they're like, Oh my gosh, it works, you know, and those are so cool. Um, but I just, I love bringing the good parts of things into education, things that kids are already into and like hooking them. Um, were you going to talk about podcasting? Because you said you were. I was, but we've been, we've gone on this TikTok oh, tangent. Um, but we TikTok we we tangent. we can we can uh, we can switch gears. But uh, my my whole point is that it has been so cool to um, you know and you know word influencer in our own way and you know talk about the podcast and what we tweet out and how excited we get about the things that we're doing. We do it to to get other people inspired, get them thinking. And uh, to bring that into their classroom. And so the TikTok thing has just been so fun. And I've been trying to do a good job of like doing like one TikTok a day. And you just, you just see the power. You like put one out there and you you never know where it goes. Like within like 20 minutes could have a thousand views or, or just sits there. But I think, don't you think that wouldn't you encourage people, anyone that hasn't done it to just give it a try? Like, I really, you've gotten so much better and you have a, a, a ease in front of the camera now. You have your little Pivo pod that just oh, is like your Pivo little RT, R2D2. But you, you came up with my, uh, my end and catchphrase. Yeah, I love it. Well, you said it. I just wanted you to stick with it. But I think, you know, for any educators out there um, or somebody just in, you know, education in general, I think it's so worth doing. So you don't have to be amazing your first time, but I say give it a try because I think people would be very surprised, especially if you have something to share, 
something inspiring, a good story. The world has is full with muck and griping. Don't use it for that. Like we don't need more of that on TikTok or anywhere, honestly. But <clears throat> if there's something positive that you want to address or a, a good moment or just a, a, fa- a tip that you have, those things are so valuable. And I encourage you to just get on there and be yourself because it's so worth it. And the world needs more people sharing and collaborating. Influencer, the, the best. I, I learned so much um, from Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Yeah. There's, there's just so much out there. And me and you are just trying to find the balance of um, our future business endeavors, which we are so excited about and come back and share about that. But also um, our journey, um, telling a story via the podcast. And that's why it was so important to you, like coming back from ISTE, um, to share that podcast story. Now, speaking mm-hmm. of podcasts, you have rolled out podcasts with your students, your eighth graders. Tell me how this week has gone because you've had some speed bumps, but yes. the kids are just excited. And also we have a no cell phone policy at our school gate to gate, which makes it hard for access and podcasts. So, yeah. So, you know, something's going to have to give in education because podcasts are just, they're necessary. That's now, how I feel. Before you go any further, have your kids had a lot of background knowledge of podcasts? No, I, I they have l- little bits. I'm sure that they've they basically when I talked to them about it, it was limited exposure and nothing on a regular basis. Other times that I've done podcasting last year, there was more, but this group is pretty green in that department. But we did a really how cool is that though? Super cool, and I have loved teaching podcasting with this group the best that I have with any, like any time I've rolled it out because they're so green and they're so genuine and enthusiastic and they're very creative and they've, they've just taken it and run with it. <clears throat> um, one group even, I hadn't even told them that they were going to create podcast art because you and I discovered that on Canva. Canva's amazing. And I was so excited to show where, them that. Where we did our updated podcast photo. Yeah, check it out. And But like so, you think of like just where we've come. Like yeah. we, we did our first one on Google Draw. And yeah. like that was our first podcast <laughs> story, art for a long time. I think we're on uh, version 3.0 right now. Yeah, we've come a long way, baby. And so... It is. Nailed it. Yeah, well done. So they, oh, what I was going to say is one of the groups surprised me today. They're like, look at this that we created. They just went and did their, their artwork like on their own. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a, that's awesome. But we were going to do that like all together. But it's super cool. I'm like, it's pleasantly surprised. And it turned out so sick. But they're very enthusiastic and going through the process of like, what would your podcast be about? And really talking about that. Then we went to listen to some and I knew a lot of stuff was blocked and you and I had a lot of conversations. I problem solved. I was like, how can I get around this? And we figured, okay, YouTube might have some kid friendly podcast versions. It's pretty limited to be honest. There wasn't a lot that I could find. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong place. Then we had this Eureka moment where you had thought, pull these two kids in because we could look on their Chromebook. And we found out the iHeartRadio, we could get on, we could get to podcasts. I'm like, this is huge. My kids are going to be able to listen to podcasts because I can play podcasts for them, but I'm not them. So I don't know what interests them. And so I want them 
to experience things and hear things. And so we get it all set up and wah, wah, when you go to click on the individual um, podcast, they don't, they were blocked. So that was a huge bummer. We, you know, we kind of switched gears for that. And then the next day I just played little snippets of some good podcasts, got them thinking, showed them what intro music sounds like, showed them what's the difference between a host with a guest, two people talking, all the different formats. And then they've been working on a script. And then I talked to you about something new I want. Oh, by the way, at ISTE, I learned about StreamYard for any of you that are into podcasting. StreamYard is a free platform, super awesome, but it is blocked by our district, and I did not know that until today when they went to use it, and it was blocked. So that You were was, so excited for StreamYard. Oh, my gosh, because they could access it, and I knew they could access it, <clears throat> but it was just like iHeartRadio where they couldn't actually utilize it. I so, wonder if Pandora would be allowed by the series. That's probably blocked as well. I would it's guess music so. Streaming. And I think Spotify, I think they said Spotify is blocked. So it just, you know, I understand trying to protect students. I really do. Um, I'm just really, I'm feeling a little bit discouraged because I want there to be some way that I can still access certain of the positive parts. It's like um, that YouTube for educators or whatever that thing is. Like there's there's places like why can't we just have a podcast streaming place that's just all G-rated, if you will. <clears throat> um, maybe we should put that together. So, And then hopefully it wouldn't be blocked. But my kids have been rock stars. They've been so good about going with it. But I played all that. So this year we're going to, or this quarter, they're going to have to create a five-minute segment to do live in class as podcasters in front of our STEM group. And then we're going to do peer review, critique it, and give feedback before they go to the recording studio. So we can kind of get some of the kinks out and see what the whole process looks like. And I'm actually really excited about, oops, sorry, it sounded like Elvis for a second. It did. you do a pretty good Elvis. Yeah, thank uh-huh. So <laughs> I, I just, you know, this is what I love about education. It is always changing. It is always um, alive and can be so different. And it, it's just, I feel super excited about doing this with my kids. Tell us about some of the topics. So one group, um, they were late, like somebody was absent. And so they kind of waited but they are actually going to do one on ASMR, and they were shocked that I said yes, but, like, why wouldn't I? That sounds amazing. So I'm super excited that they're doing that. One group is doing um, uh, bad dad jokes, so they're going to have guests come in, and they're going to do, like, try try not to uh, try not to laugh or something like that. I really like that. Um, they have, I just honestly, so many different ones I'm trying to remember what the, so one group actually created a form, a Google form. They had to come up with the stuff for themselves, create the Google form, create the link, change, go in and change privacy settings. So it doesn't, um, collect anyone's data. So it's completely anonymous. And then they're having me push that out into my classes tomorrow to get peer feedback. And then they're going to go over, whatever it is, I can't remember what their topic is specifically. Um, And then they're going to address things on air. But then one group is doing, like, I think our buddy, that's, you know, my 
uh, Rip Van Winkle from today, fell asleep in my class. He is doing paranormal because he's fascinated by that. And so his whole thing is about that. I just want to hear him just go off on a tangent. Riff. Yeah, I really want him to riff. I, I would listen to him every single day. And so I love, oh, and I have two boys that are very, very avid fishermen. And they're frustrated because there's not a lot of discussion about bass fishing specifically. So that's their niche. And they are so excited about this. And I can't wait to see what they do with it. These are kids that need the creative outlet in a big way. And they are just doing really impressive things. I'm incredibly proud of my whole group. And the cool thing is like so many of these big podcasters are selling out arenas um, to film their podcast live, you yeah. know, taking questions from the audience and such a cool thing to get the kids talking like, you know, with people watching you, but, uh, doing that. So, uh, talk about how great of an idea that is on your part. I'm excited every day. Uh, some of your students came in, they're like, we listened to the nail that wall. And so cool that, um, they were, they were checking out our podcast and, um, you know, this is something you walked away from ISTE. You came back, you're like, Minecraft education, podcasting, uh, esports. These are the things I want to get back to and uh, really hit hard this year. And you're doing it, like just uh, showing these kids, you know, what is a podcast and how do these things work. So I cannot wait to, to see where this goes with your students now. Um, have you rolled out the NPR podcast challenge to them yet? Or <clears throat> I have not. Um, I. I have to go back and find, because when I went to search for it, you know, <clears throat> all the things are closed because it's not active right now. So I was trying to remember, I want to say it's three to five minutes is what the podcast length can be. And I don't think I'll have these kids for it, but since I'm having them do the five minute segment, I will tell them if you want to have an entry for this these were the qualifications for last year and see if they want to be contenders for that. And they could always come back and tweak it. But, you know, as you know, they already have another thing that we've signed them up for. And, I mean, honestly, I love teaching science, but to be able to do STEM and science for me, I just I love both of those classes so equally, and they use such different parts of me as an educator and how I approach things and just seeing students in a different capacity too. It's just the, it's such a privilege, honestly, to have the ability to do both platforms. I'm excited. I mean, we're on a podcast talking about podcasts <laughs> and the best part, these are student podcasts and some of their ideas. I mean, I, I love the fishing podcast. I love the paranormal. I mean, my son's gotten into those YouTube videos and just the fact that you're introducing these kids to this medium and it's out there and this is going to be a big part of their lives. Like you're going to be intrigued by these people. You're going to follow them. You're going to listen to them. And I, I could not be more proud of what you're doing this year with your students. Thank and you. I can't wait to see where it goes. All right, people, that's going to wrap, wrap up episode 63. Uh, as we always say, if you can be anything, be kind. All right. If you're on Twitter, AKA X.com, you can search me up and find me at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton. And we're also on, we're on TikTok now. You can search up uh, Christy Schofield or the ICC. Um, and also, we like coffee. If you, uh, if you like this podcast, you can search us up on Buy Me a Coffee and search for Mr. Lane, the STEM guy.